Schalke of Ghent University in Belgium. His team deduced micro-raptors color from the shape of its melanosomes. Modern melanosomes generally carry a mixture of two melanin pigments, dark brown, black, eumelanin, and red-yellow, pheomelanin. Scientists have linked color in mammals and birds to melanosome shape, a meatball shape for reddish-brown hues, for example, and a sausage shape for darker colors. In iridescent feathers, melanosomes tend to be even thinner, Shockey says. Microraptors' melanosomes look like skinny sausages, similar to those seen in the feathers of modern crows and ravens, says Shockey, who reported the findings with Vinther and colleagues in Science in 2012. Three years later, Vinther laid out the case for inferring color and ancient histories from fossilized pigments in a review for bioessays. Not only can the distinctive shapes of melanosomes offer clues, he noted, but chemical tests can help detect the presence of melanin itself. Finding this pigment in fossils, he argued, puts the old bacteria hypothesis to rest. Schweitzer and colleagues disagreed with Vinther's take in a review published in Bioessays later in 2015. Researchers need to be cautious when deducing the hues of extinct animals, the scientist wrote. Any melanosome lookalikes in fossilized feathers or skin could actually be microbes. After all, microbes are everywhere. These animals died in an environment that was not sterile and free from microbes, Schweitzer says. Think about it. If you take a piece of chicken and throw it out in your backyard, how long does it take for microbes to overgrow that chicken? The tiny organisms are hardy, too. Both microbes and the sticky biofilms they form are preserved in the fossil record. And, Schweitzer says, microbes and melanosomes overlap completely in shape and size, which makes the two tough to tell apart. What's more, some microbes actually make melanin themselves. Detecting the pigment in a fossil is not a rock-solid sign that the ancient animal was black, brown, or freckled. It's not that Schweitzer or BioSA's co-author Johan Lindgren, a geologist at Lund University in Sweden, doubt that melanosomes can leave traces in the fossil record. The issue, Lindgren says, is that not all round structures you find are melanosomes. Chemical tests could help distinguish the two. Bacteria, for example, leave behind traces that can be identified with pyrolysis gas chromatography mass spectrometry. But that requires samples to be vaporized. It can mean destroying much of what you're trying to study, says geochemist Roy Wogilius of the University of Manchester in England so it's not always possible. Vinther's new work isn't likely to settle the debate. In fact, people were arguing both sides in October at a meeting of the Society of Vertebrate Paleontology in Salt Lake City. Arendam Roy, a Bristol colleague of Vinther's, reported size differences between fossilized melanosomes and bacteria growing on decaying chicken feathers in the lab. Allison Moyer, an NC State colleague of Schweitzer's, said that looks weren't enough. Finding keratin, a protein that typically surrounds melanosomes, could serve as evidence for pigments in fossils. The fossil described in Vinther's new paper is spectacular, Schweitzer says. It's got skin all over the place. 
I can't think of too many dinosaur specimens that are preserved like this. The dinosaur lies on its back, flattened in a slab of volcanic rock. Skin covers a completely intact skeleton, and dozens of long bristles poke from the tail. Psittacosaurus, an herbivore that lived some 120 million years ago, walked on two legs and would have reached about half a meter in height. It would have been a super cute animal, Vinther says. It's got this wide face and looks a little bit like E.T. Black material speckles the dinosaur's body, tail, and face. Vinther believes the material is the ancient remains of pigment. His team examined samples chipped from the fossil and saw what he considers the telltale orbs of melanosomes, mostly impressions in the rock, but also some micro-bodies, the 3D structures themselves. Based on the dinosaur's pigment patterns, it would have had a dark...